What do you want out of this? Bro, like, I want you, honesty, bro. Like your pod, what is your podcast all about? About you. It's about you. It, it's about your brother. It's about your sister. It's about my wife. It's about me. It's about it's about pastor's kids. You know what I mean? And we are special. Listen, my name is Elesiel. No. <laughs> hey, my name's Orlando Jr. Reyes, and you're listening to What Would a PK Say? What's up, my dude? Long time, man. Yeah, bro. Well, I'm, I'm, all, I'm in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Bro, what are you doing in Pittsburgh? Well, my wife's family lives here. Golly, bro. I thought you were, like, in uh, Clearwater someplace. I was down there. I was back and forth for a little bit. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I'm here. Estaba nevando hoy. So, I'm like, wow. Oh, man. I haven't seen snow in, in a couple years, man. How you been? How's the family? Everything's good, man. The family's good. My youngest is now 18. Mm, I have three more after that. You're pushing a baseball team. <laughs> yeah, I have five beautiful ones, man. How long have you been in Pittsburgh? I've been in Pittsburgh like a total of like almost four years. Oh, wow. That's wild, bro. Yeah, tell me about it, man. I miss the Sunshine State, that's for sure. Were you not here not too long ago? I was there. I was there about... I was there last weekend. I was there for five days, okay. you know, visiting the family and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then, your, your sister posts something, so I'm thinking that you're here. No, I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was there this past weekend. Okay, okay. Now uh, back to you know, back to the reality. Is that when your dad was shooting that video? I wasn't there, bro. Oh. Trust me, bro. My <laughs> dad, bro. My dad, make it all God, bro, because I I couldn't make it, man. I couldn't make it. Shout out to your dad, man. That I saw the videos, pretty cool, man. Yeah, he did. They did a good job, you know. And that's what he loves to do, you know. Yeah, man. He loves. He loves that salsa, and it's not every day that you see a a pastor salsero. Nah, it's not. And he be he be you know. Yo, he does his thing, bro. He does his thing. He's good, and and he's a good percussionist. Oh yeah, he's good, man. He's the one that's taught me. So yeah, man, that's cool. I always look back and remember. Seeing him playing for the first time and like we were in some basement or something. I think it's really Newark. I think it was in Newark. Some some band was playing. And the dude come up and like with a suit on, starts playing congas. I'm looking around like, why is this pastor about to get on these congas? Bro, he killed it, bro. He did. <laughs> I was like, yo. It's funny because I've known your dad for a long time, so I knew he was a pastor. So, yeah. you know, usually pastors, you know, they kind of play around with some type of instrument, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm with my brother, and I look at him like, yo, what is this guy going to do right now? And he just <laughs> blew our mind. Like, I was like, yo, this dude is killing it right now. That's dad in a nutshell. That's cool. I'm I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy for him because I know it's hard to, to do that. Especially, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. Things have changed. But it is. It is. Things have changed. But still, man, 
a person like that, bro, and then and then being able to to do what he likes outside of like I guess ministry, pastoral mm-hmm. ministry, uh, it's cool to see, man. It is, man. It is like you said, though things have changed, and I'm, I guess you know you gotta like not swim with the current, but I guess so in a little bit. But you know he put this message out there, and that's the way he puts it out. So yeah, man. And the thing is too, like he's not trying to be fake. Like he's not trying to be somebody like nah, that nah, he's, he's not. not. That's not that. That's not that. You know what I mean like he's not trying to reach uh, like a a certain amount of people that that nah, is not connecting. Nah. Like the dude is dope. That that makes him feel good, and that you know, for him, you know, in in God's eyes, he's you know, he's out there putting the message out through simple music. You know, that's it. It's dope, man. Cause I, I mean, as as a musician, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to see that. Yeah. And when I've seen him before, I've seen him before sing, and and he has a good time. He does, bro. He is he is good, and he's he's like so meticulous when it comes to that, like. <laughs> Like things need to sound right. You need yeah. to be here or this. Yep, he's on point with it. Yeah, you know? that's cool, man. I got a I got a bone to pick with your brother. I I'm not gonna put him <laughs> on blast right now, but but if, if he's listening, he knows what I'm talking about. I saw a video, okay, and I text him right quick, and I was like, eh, yeah. man. But I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, bro, uh, I'm I'm really happy that you took some some time. Out of your day, For man. Sure. I know it's not easy. And um I really appreciate it, bro. And I'm glad to see you again. You got it, bro. Big ups to your dad, man. I look up to your dad. Keep doing this this salsa thing, bro. Yeah, he's yeah. he's gonna do that till he dies. Yeah, man. Right from the door, man. Uh what has been your favorite experience as a pastor's kid? My favorite experience. My favorite being a pastor's son was, you know, being able to see so many people, meet so many people. And La Convención is, you know, hanging out with all of you guys. You know, I miss that, man. I miss that, you know. I really, really miss that stuff, you know. And that's that kind of just being in church, being that pastor's son, you know, laid that foundation, which I still is still inside of me. Yeah. So, that 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 was my favorite piece of being a pastor's kid, just being being able to like be around people and just meet a lot of people and and help people out when dad was helping people out, just be there for him. That that was that you know that's still inside of me. That's my favorite piece about being a pastor's son. Yeah, man, I'd have to agree, man. I liked I like to meet new people and like you said, going to conventions and all these type of gatherings. It was just an opportunity to get with a bunch of people, man. It, it was fun. It was fun. I that like I said, that's 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 top right there. You know, just being all together, all of us. You know, disappearing while they're they're doing all their what they're doing, and yeah. we'll be out yeah. somewhere in the Bronx eating a freaking alcapurria somewhere, and we yeah. come back and like, hey, we sing for a while and we'll go back out. <laughs> Those were the convenciones. That's what's fun about it. For sure. Yeah, man. And then it gave us also an opportunity to travel. Yeah, I didn't put that in there, but that was part of it, too. Since we were in the East Coast, I mean, what can I say? We were, yeah, we were all over the place. Went to Florida and New York, everywhere, you know, a lot of travel. A lot of travel. Yeah, it was cool, man. And your least favorite? My least favorite? 
I don't have a least favorite. I don't. I don't think. I loved every minute of it, being a pastor's son. I really did. There was nothing that I. I I guess I can say, you know, it was always all eyes on us too. So that was my least favorite. Mm-hmm. No matter where we were, or you're the pastor's son. You're talking while your dad's preaching, or just some <laughs> something simple like that. That that that. Okay, I'll take that as my least favorite. All eyes on us. You're the pastor's son. Why are you doing this or that? Or you're wrong. You're in, you're sinning. Or yeah, man, it's it's tough on anybody when you're trying to be yourself, I guess, or trying to do something, anything, and people be like, "Hey, uh, don't do that. You're the pastor's son. Uh, don't cross the street. You're the pastor's son. <laughs> don't climb that fence. You're the pastor's son." Yeah. What does that have to do with it, bro? I'm you're a child. Right. Mind your business. Yeah, you're <laughs> right, man. You're totally right. Went through that the whole, the whole life growing up like that. I'm not saying it was negative. Maybe at the time we just didn't know. Too, you know. Now looking back, you know, yeah, it'd be nice to say, hey, you know, what do you, what, what do you mean? What are you telling me? But. <laughs> Oh, you couldn't you couldn't say anything because then you'd be disrespecting, and the pastor's kid can't disrespect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna tell your dad. Yeah. That's what I want to <laughs> I'm gonna tell Elujia la hora. <laughs> yeah, man, that's funny, bro. I'm gonna tell your dad. So you For know, sure. everybody's got something to say to you, right? So within all those people talking, how many times has somebody said you're gonna be the pastor? Man, I, I can't even count on my fingers. Oh, especially me being the oldest one. Oh, that's right. Out of the bunch. Ah, do I, you're going to be the next Benny Hinn. Oh. Like, ah, somebody told man. you that? I think so. Somebody told me that at one time. I don't know if they were joking, but it's still in my mind thinking of it. Like, oh, you're going to be the pastor and you're going to follow your dad's footsteps. And clearly I'm not a pastor right now. And I'm sure not Benny Hinn. <laughs> 25 years later. Oh, that's funny, but, bro. How how did you like trying to remember one of those times as a kid? As a kid, you were like, "Am I gonna be the pastor? Like, am I gonna be a pastor?" Like, you know, those feelings. Like, I think I was just like, "Ah, whatever." Really, like, no, there's no way I'm I'm gonna be a pastor. You know, especially if. Somebody just said, oh, you're the pastor's son. You're not going to do such a thing. Or, you know, we're trying to, like, remember, like, times where people did tell me you're going to be a pastor. You know, I really did. I, I, re- I really didn't put too much thought into it. You know, I just can't recall a time either. I, either I was, like, sad or I was like, oh, maybe it'll be, you know, I'm going to be a pastor. But I, I, I really don't recall a time how I felt when said, someone said that to me. Honestly, I... I just can't recall so when someone told me that, like, hey, you're going to be a pastor. And I just, I think I just brushed it off, honestly. Yeah. Just brushed it off, you know? Now, as a as a grown man, what do you think about that? If those words, you're, you're going to be a pastor. I got to say, now that I'm all grown up now and looking back at the bigger picture, you know, what a pastor really is, you know, our parents went through some rough times. Good and bad, getting up early in the morning or taking care of the church, the snow or people. Like I said, looking back now, that's oh, those were some tough times, you know, and we were there with them the whole way through. Yep. But what can I say? Obviously, I, 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 I respect that position, you know, 
I really do. And that's what can I say? It's just God hasn't called me to do that. And if he does, you know, I'm ready. But I haven't got called to do such a thing. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I would never be a pastor, but uh-huh. I just wouldn't be ready right now to be no pastor. <laughs> You know, I could be the pastor in my house, but not the pastor of, you know, a, a congregation, you yeah. know, and it's tough. It's, it's tough. Are you thinking I'm not equipped to be a pastor as far as because you know what your parents went through and you don't want to go through that or like I'm not spiritually ready? I'm not spiritually ready and a lot with what my parents went through. Uh-huh. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. Cause you know, there's, there's been so many times where there's been members that take advantage of pastors or they, you know, they put you down, you know, that's why I said it. They, they went through a lot too, mm-hmm. you know, there's good and bad times, but I'm definitely not like, I'm definitely not spiritually or I just don't think that's, I don't know if that's that calling's for me anyways. You know, it's funny what you say that from what I gather, you're not going to knock it, but you're not going to run towards it. No, I'm not running towards that. <laughs> I feel the same way. Like, I would I, help anyone. Right. I would help anyone. I don't have to be a member of a church to help anyone. Or just like I said, like definitely not spiritually ready for it to be a pastor. I feel the same well, way, man. Like I, I don't knock it because, again, you and I, a bunch of yeah. people tell us, oh, you're going to be the a pa- a pastor okay not necessarily the next pastor but a pastor and i feel the same way you feel yeah. i'm not gonna say no but at the same time i'm not gonna run to it because mm-hmm. again if if i'm gonna be a pastor like i i think you should have that feeling and i guess the calling mm-hmm. you should have that connection you know, yeah, because you also can't go just by feeling. No, you can't. You know, we're still human. You know what yeah. I mean? We're still human. And, you know, reiterating on all that, you know, it's it, 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 it's I'm not saying I, I have a lot of good memories, like so many good memories. But man, that that job is tough. Mm-hmm. That job is really tough, you know, especially when it comes down to. You know, when you're a pastor, you know, you're 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 always on call no matter what time. Yeah. No matter what time. That's that's what it was growing up, you know. It was it was all about the church, you know, it was just church. It was there was nothing else. Like nothing else. Sometimes I think, man, didn't it like we were oblivious to anything that happened in the world because we were always in church. Like we didn't know anything. Like we don't know anything else but church. <laughs> you know? Like nothing else but church, like life or school or just games or everything was just church, you know? Were you able to um play any sports? I played some basketball growing up. But like like uh like uh like a school type thing? Cause I wanted to I'm a small dude, but I still wanted to play football. But you're too hey, small. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you probably would have made it. But Friday nights is game night. Uh, and you know that ain't going to work. That ain't going to so work. So I didn't even ask. One time, you know, now that you're mentioning this, I had rather dad be on a game with me than be in a church. 
that's the honest truth. Because I think that makes a huge impact on on children's lives, parents being in, involved, heavily involved with them, especially at that age from from 5 to 15. Let's go with mm-hmm. those ages, you know? Those when you make some huge impact impacts on on your children's lives. And sometimes I thought, like, sometimes thinking back, like, man, I wish Dad would have been at, like, some games or some some practices. Not that I played a lot, but I did play a little bit at middle school. But I just didn't, you know, just don't remember them, you know, going or going to any practices because it was always heavily involved in church, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's why I sometimes question myself. Like, just question it. Like, why was it always about the church? It was nothing else. You know what I mean? I know mm-hmm. God has a calling, but I think family should anyway. But maybe that's just how it was. It's just what it was. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that. Ain't nothing wrong with questions, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. So that's how people, I feel a little bit about that. So many people feel the same way, bro. Like, again, why couldn't I play football? It wasn't all year long. Why couldn't I play football? But it was just, like you said, it was the times. It was just how it was. And yeah. we had to we had to deal with it. We had to deal had with to it. Deal. I, matter of fact, I wrestled the last year of my high school. And I signed my dad's name. Really? Yeah, dude, because I was like, this guy's not going to sign. He's not going to want me to wrestle. Uh, so I straight up signed his name. It is what it is, you know? I mean, it wasn't a big fuss because a lot of that stuff was like right after school. Yeah. A lot of those meets were right after school, but you know, I know I know God is real and I don't knock how I grew up or the beliefs or the cultures. But sometimes I think like, man, was this was this MAE was it like a cult? You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes I think that. Sometimes I think that. MAE, bro, Mission Impossible. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. Mission Impossible. Yo, man, it's 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 tough, man. Yeah, it's tough. Imagine now, bro, with all this craziness going on, and kids trying to be in church. Oh man, it's bonkers. It is bonkers, especially how we went to church. Right, and then some kids cry because they have to go to church on Sundays. Man, we was in church on Sunday, <laughs> Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday. No, Tuesday. Well, ours was Tuesday. Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was Tuesday. That's how, we, that's how I think it was like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Mm, but yeah. then everyone's, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember because I got a horrible memory. We would do like uh, prayer services in somebody's house. Yeah, we did that too. So then Not you, all throughout <laughs> the whole year. Right, but... so you tack that on. Yeah, man. And then the church had to make some money, so they had to make pateles, right? So you, <laughs> you gotta be there for till real. two o'clock in the yeah. morning, making bateles. Yeah, <laughs> I can eat one right now. <laughs> and then my dad, my dad will work like he would physically work at the church. Like he would make things and he would build stuff. So I'd be there in the middle of winter. Yo, you roof. got the most humblest dad ever. <laughs> Thanks, bro. The most humblest dad ever. But that's how I knew your dad. As a humble man, bro. Like, I never saw him mad. Never, bro. I don't know why. I just never saw... I never seen your dad as that. Like, I just always seen him humble. A good man. Thanks, bro. Well, I feel the same way about your dad. Yeah. But then again, I, I didn't hear... I didn't see him screaming at you. 
Oh, he used to scream at me all uh, the time. You didn't, you didn't see my, you didn't see my dad scolding me. But I mean, I think the respect is mutual between between our parents, and the way we feel about our parents. It is, for sure. That's cool. It's it's good to um to know that to know that you respect my dad. I respect your dad. Oh a lot yeah, of, a lot of our friends. I think our parents were pretty pretty cool as well with each other. Like it was a pretty cool nucleus. Yes, they were. Cause your dad always asked me whenever he sees me, he asks me how my parents are. Yeah. And vice versa. It's a cool atmosphere to be around. We're talking about, you know, people saying what they saying. And I didn't I didn't send you this question. People say what they say to you, to me, to other pastors' kids. For for people that are not pastors' kids and might be going to a church, like they're, they're members at a church. What do you have to say to those people as a pastor's kid, gone through what you've gone through? What do you think those people should know about pastor's kids, how to treat pastor's kids, what to say to pastor's kids? I think they, you know, they need to see him as just a normal person like you are, you know, like you are, you know. We're not different, you know, at all. And being in that position as a pastor's kid, yes, people still view us as there has to be some type of perfection in that house where this is how they're supposed to be. And maybe there's not a way you can change that vision of us. Remember, maybe there isn't. You know, but if I could say something, hey, listen, we're humans. We are humans. We're just like everyone else. I mean, we are special. Pastor's kids are special, but... You know, like I said, we're just humans, just like everyone else, you know, growing up. I'm sure now the perception is different from years ago. Yeah, maybe the perception is, man, these people, these kids are probably hell. Who knows? That's probably the perception. Or or maybe they, they don't have a perception. That is a tough question, though. That's a tough question. But definitely if I would sit up next to someone that, you know, doesn't know how a pastor's family live or they're, they're human. We're, we're, we're all, we're, we're all in the same boat. We're all human. You know, we're not, we're not perfect. Yeah, man. I think, um, if you are, if you do go to church and, and like to say stuff about pastor's kids, you should say less and pray more <laughs> right. for them. Cause bro, mm-hmm. you know, and I know some kids just, they get burnt in church, man. They never want to hear about church anymore because somebody says something. Because somebody says something. You're right. You know, give a little prayer to them. For sure. For sure. You know, I've, I've talked to other people about this. Mm-hmm. And the type of person that I have become, or I was probably always this person. I just grew up a little bit more. Yo, it sounds real stupid, but if you don't have anything good to say, yeah. don't say anything, man. Mm-hmm. If you have anything negative, just keep it to yourself. Because the people that I know that got hurt by people in church, they got hurt as kids yeah. by grownups. Mm-hmm. And that's horrible as a grown man with two children, which they're not children anymore. I feel bad. Like I feel bad that someone has something that mean to say to a 10 year old, to a 12 year old, yeah. to a 15 year old that hurts them so much that when they're 35, they're still remembering that and are hating a whole entity, which is the church. Yeah, the whole entity. For one or two people. You hit a point there, and that's that's totally true. You know, even if 
someone told our parents, hey, your son did this, they probably wouldn't say anything back to them. They, were, they probably were just like, oh, thanks, you know. my Our parents didn't think none of that. Like, hey, this is going to hurt my children in the future. Like, maybe maybe that's probably should have been their mindset. That's just that church culture like that. That's just was a, it's a cultural thing or just what the church went through every day and in the lives. And that's just what it was. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably made a huge impact on some of the pastor's kids. Some of these pastor's sons now at, 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 at an older age, you know, you're right. I, I totally, you're right. Bro. Pastor's kids are listening to you right now. What you got to say to them? Listen, I love you all. And I hope everyone's doing fine. We we just got to keep moving, man. Just keep moving. Have that faith, you know, have that. Got to have that relationship with God. I know that. That's for sure. Dope, man. Again, bro, thank you for your time, man. Bye.